Hey, if you fall night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story, but all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to do is attempt to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's uh, thinking... You know, thoughts, uh, worries, concerns, uh, some emotional turbulence, physical pain, you know, conundrums of any kind. Where, you know, even if it's like you're thinking about a puzzle box, you know, metaphorically or in actual, you know, I don't know if even actuality is the right. But you say, geez, I can't stop thinking about that puzzle box or like a, you know, you, got, you still got to sleep. So I'm going to try to distract you from that, uh, those things. Though if it's like a cat puzzle, I don't, you know, in, you know, I don't know if I have a chance, but I'll do my best. You know, you can see, I got to see what this little, beautiful, cute little paw belongs to, this little cat. And this podcast is a little bit puzzling, but the way I'm going to do it, what are those called? Oh, jigsaw puzzles. Believe it or not, that's the kind of guy that's running the show. It takes him like 45 seconds to remember what a jigsaw puzzle is called. It's kind of interesting. She said, I'd have to, I wish I had uh, Helen Zaltman here to tell me where Jigsaw comes from. Uh, but anyway, uh, where was I? I, get to, I just, just, I just Zalt, Zalt, Zaltman myself right off topic. So I'm going to try to distract you. The way I'm going to do it is use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. I'm going to send my voice and my intention across the deep, dark night uh, because my goal here is to take your mind off whatever and help escort you, you know, over the threshold from waking to sleeping. And so I kind of mentioned the word jigsaw puzzle. That's a good podcast word. If, if you're new here, I'm always looking for words like that, jigsaw. See, that's a sleepy, see, with scoots, what's the secret? It's a jigsaw. I mean, that tomorrow I would. And they say, no, 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 and I say, okay, I'll, I'll save that material for the actual listeners. And then I guess you, your next question would be, okay, well, how are you going to make a jigsaw puzzle into a metaphor that describes the podcast? And I say, well, okay, I don't think this podcast is exactly like a jigsaw puzzle, you know, which has a bunch of pieces and you piece them together. In fact, it might be the antithesis of the podcast because uh, you're trying to look at all the pictures. And then, but I think a lot of times at bedtime, no, 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 I got, I got one of my brothers, Dan, he's a jigsaw, he's big into jigsaw puzzles and he, he loves doing them. Uh, every once in a while, he'll text me out a picture or text it out to a group, the group and we'll see him setting up and working on a jigsaw puzzle. Uh, next question answer. No, I don't have a 60 year old brother. He's actually a young, young man, but you know, again, you know, let's not jump to these conclusions that only. There's many of a person that can enjoy a jigsaw puzzle, and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't, but, but at bedtime, you know, there are parts of your brain that'll either shake, there could go on just in that reaction. You say, well, geez, I love jigsaw puzzle too. As soon as your head hits a pillow or something, well, you know, I've been wondering this other part of your brain, I've always wondered what the hell's wrong with you with those jigsaw puzzles. And you'd say, I'm sorry, the jigsaw puzzles that allow me to relax and then get in bed and fall asleep. Yeah, those, what, you know, why, what, what are you, uh, you know, and they say, 
Are you going to start playing Parcheesi next? And you say, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I was, I was under attack for an inexpensive hobby that helps keep my brain plast, you know, plasticity up. And that I enjoy. And uh, But that other part of your brain, it won't. And then another part, another section of listeners, we're going to get in bed tonight to be like, I can't believe you made jokes at the expense of jigsaw puzzling people. What the heck's wrong with you? And you say, well, geez, you sound just like the guy that was shaming the guy that likes jigsaw puzzles. But you were shaming me. And I actually, I wasn't even, oh, you were making fun of them. I heard your snickering. Well, no, the podcast got recorded. I, I don't even know what a snicker really is, to be honest. I've heard that term. Believe it or not, I think most of the snickering's going on at, at, at a jigsaw puzzle tournaments, maybe. And I say, I can't believe you just did that. You just sunk even lower, making jokes about snickerers and jigsaw puzzle players. No, no, no. And he said, well, you know what? I'm just trying to go to sleep. I was just trying to do that podcast and talk. I was trying to make a metaphor out of jigsaw puzzles so I could go to sleep and help people go to, oh, you're a terrible person. And then there might even be a third subsection of my brain or of just, you know, hopefully you don't have multiple brain subsections like I do, but a third subsection of listeners who say, geez, what is wrong with you? Why don't you, you don't even do anything useful like uh, jigsaw puzzles. Like, think of all those listeners that are plasticizing their brain uh, by playing jigsaw puzzles. And, you know, that that would help, to, you know, and that would probably help relax you. You wouldn't be so tightly wound and you'd probably have some, you know, extra, you know, you'd have something to share your golden years with. And you say, well, I'm 22 years old. I don't have any. Uh, when am I go? And you wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't be such a, you wouldn't be worried about stuff if you just had a decent hobby like a jigsaw puzzler. And you say, you know what? You sounded just like the person that was sh- And then, I mean, obviously, if Young or Freud, they say, well, oh boy, collective, uh, collective unconscious calling, busted collective unconscious, collective unconscious shamer. Uh, but unfortunately, without distraction, you know, when you, then it's no longer, I don't know if it's, it's maybe it's still unconscious, but it's talking. So then it's like uh, for other people, it might be something relatable, like something physical or emotional, or you might just have something temporary or on the road or something. But it's like, hey, I'm just trying to go to bed. I, you know, I, I don't. Why did Scooter even break up? Who would have known uh, that it would be an emotional minefield? These jigsaw puzzles, because it shouldn't be. I mean, they're designed expressly. You know, they got those, all those circles, so you can't even, they're not even dangerous on any, you know, by any stretch of the imagination, we've picked the, the most mundane thing, jigsaw puzzling. Actually, oh boy, you just walked into that, another book title. Maybe that'd be a poem, jigsaw puzzling. Uh, I mean, that's the title for something, right? And they'd say, yeah, for your gravestone, when the jigsaw puzzlers catch up with you. It's going to be, that, that'll be the ironic. Say, okay, well, that's good. That's the time. I mean, that's, that's that'll be in print. That's good. But I'm not looking to feud with any, and my brother, like I said, my brother, Jigsaw Puzzles. I guess it isn't. That would be me. I mean, I'm more of a Jigsaw puzzle, 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 Puzzler. You know, I'm doing some puzzling around Jigsaw Puzzles. 
people that complete jigsaw puzzles and my emotions around, and none of that is conducive to sleep, I think is what I'm trying to get at. And I don't know if this is a faux pun, but, but you know, it can be a bit puzzling at bedtime to, to, to try to figure all that out because you got all these voices. And you said, I don't know what went wrong. I thought I was set up for sleep. And then I somehow, and, and then maybe then you you could even have it. You say, remember that time you spilled all the jigsaw puzzle pieces and it was that one with 40,000 pieces? And then... You know, it was that big day where you were going to finally get the jigsaw puzzling right by taking on the most, you know, of course you picked the most difficult jigsaw puzzle. Then you spilled it. And then we said, this is it. If I can complete this one, even all the critical parts of your brain said, I'll buy in 100% certainty, relationship success, business success, health, wealth, if we just get this jigsaw puzzle together, everything else is going to be gravy from here on out. And you said, really? You guys are serious this time. Let's do it. And then, you know, of course, you got it all the way complete. Luckily, it's just fiction, you know, so I don't expect anybody to do a 50,000-piece jigsaw puzzle. Uh, but, of course, there was that pesky, pesky piece, pesky piece. That after the spill, you couldn't, and then all your sense, well, just you didn't, you're not completing it, so we can't give you that certainty. And obviously, now we have to, you know, we're gonna have to take you, we're gonna have to reclaim the, the self temporary self esteem. We're gonna have to, you know, take that back. And actually, we're gonna have to damage them a little bit. That fragment that you had, and you say, well, can't I just look around on the floor? And I say, you'll never find it. And, you know, maybe so I just want to preserve you from any, uh, what did we call that jigsaw puzzle related or any other related bedtime rigmarole? Because I know how rough it can be. Obviously, all that nonsense had to come from somewhere. Unfortunately, it's the brain I carry around with me 24 hours a day, uh, seven days a week. So somehow it makes me uniquely qualified to distract people from all, whether it's your physical, your mental, or your emotional thing that needs to be distracted. You know, obviously I have to adapt. So, you know, every once in a while I have to say, uh, okay, let me come up with a fantasy about jigsaw puzzles to distract all this, you know, jigsaw intensity. Jigsaw intensity. Not quite. That's That could be a band, but it needs something else. What did I say the other one was Jigsaw Puzzler? I don't know. Puzzling Jigsaws. They thought Jigsaw Puzzler sounds too much like a bad comic, you know, like a, the 1950s Batman. And they'd say, he would be like the Puzzler's son. Uh, well, who are you? I'm Jigsaw Puzzler. And he'd say, okay, you're going to fall to pieces. And, okay, that, that episode wrote itself. Uh, anyway, so the whole, but the whole goal of this podcast is to take your mind off of any stuff like that. Uh, let's all take a breath here. But, uh, you know, and just say, hey, Jesus, listen to Scoots. Uh, talk about jigsaw. Because it's still a nice word, jigsaw. Puzzle, puzzle's a nice word, too. 
you know, if you need a non-loaded word, I, I always go to Oshkosh Bagash. I find that, you know, that's probably, they said, well, actually, it's not a word. That's a court. I said, well, okay. Yeah, they slip me a fin every couple of weeks. Oshkosh Bagash, uh, unofficial sponsor of the podcast. You know, keep it, keeping the podcast in overall since 2013. Bagash. Anyway, I just want to take your mind off so to help you fall asleep. This one was a little, I don't know, that's kind of a podcast in a microcosm. Instead, after this, I'll, I'll be doing a little bit more uh, stretched out, meandering story stuff. But that can be what it's like. I say, geez, I get, I get kind of caught up in something. And then I just say, well, see, so it's just to take your mind off. So I, I would say that during all that jigsaw puzzling, Ideally, you do, you you were distracted enough. You say, "Well, she's well, actually, I wasn't thinking about any other stuff." And maybe a large portion of you fell asleep. Maybe you didn't. But I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you stopping by and, and testing this show out. It doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. All right. Uh, housekeeping. We're on the web. www.sleepingmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can find them on our uh, website. I think that's what I just said. You can comment there. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can be on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook. I want to thank Chris Bosey Bosterson from Sounds Like an Earful who edits the shows and does uh, our uh, music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. We have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And I want to thank our, and that's just a place where you could go make friends with other listeners and talk about stuff. I want to thank our moderators, Alexandra, Laura, Lie to Lie, Julie C., Rachel L to the G, Jennifer B. And I want to thank all the patrons that support the show because that's what allows us to pay Chris to edit the shows. And if you want to support the show, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. All right. Let's get on to it. Uh, hey, up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's thinking, feeling, you know, whatever it is, it could be anything. It's a, it's a unlimited, unfortunately, pool of things that could be keeping people up at night. Uh, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of it, you know, distract you from it. And the way I'm going to do it, I'm going to send my voice. I think this the way I'm going to do is create a safe place. And I describe that. And the way I'm going to create a safe place, I guess it is a double, is to send my voice across the deep, dark night. My voice and my intention. I'm going to use long, soothing tones, pointless meanders, pregnant pauses, stuff they say. Is it, is those, are those complete, incomplete sentences, maybe? Uh, you know, what do we call them? I don't know if I have a gerunds, but I, you know, I had something that was like a gerrymander, but with words, uh, jerry mumbles with a G, you know, like gerrymanders. Jerry Mumbles, uh, whatever the other one is that's like a gerrymander. I get to get, get them mixed up. I remember from like uh, the freshman year of high school history class. 
no, it won't be. I guess there'd be some carpet bagging, you know, carpet pillow bagging, definitely pillow bagging, uh, p- pillow muffling, you know, because ideally your pillow would be muffling my words, but, uh, you know, my words are pretty muffled. Uh, so muffled and mumbled. I don't know what that is. I guess I'm a little distracted now because I'm picturing those maps, you know, where they figure out how to do the. It's a thing in the U.S. here. Of you know, they say, well, you got representation. Of course you do, but you know, only in this part of this zip code because we know you'll vote for this guy. Anyway, it's about as political as I get right now. Uh, but whatever, so I'll, I'll use a bunch of other stuff to try to distract you, try to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you up. I'm going to tell a little bedtime story here about uh, Get Bessos, the tale of Richard Warren. You know, I'll get into that soon. It'll be a little silly bedtime story. You don't get to take it too seriously. You don't even have to listen. Or you don't have to hear. You could listen and not hear. Uh, you could hear me and not understand. You could, you, well, I don't know, you could understand me but not comprehend me. I don't know which comes from, you know. Yeah, it's the old, which comes first, the comprehension or the understanding? Yeah. Well, no, I guess you can't. Which I guess, I, uh, if I, I'm not a wordsmith, you know, so I can't, uh, but there's probably a joke in there. Uh, you, you know, it, it'll be the comprehension on this. You say, geez, what's he? Because when I hear from people, they try to tell people about the podcast. And you see, a lot of times it's tough to, to communicate about this podcast. Believe me, I do it. I've done it 360 something times. I'm still. They say, why is that? Why is that intro always different, Scooter? And I say, well, that's a good question, Bob. I'm just trying to lock down the uh, what's going. I, I can't count because it's incomprehensible a bit. And they say, is that the incomprehensible nonsense that was always on your report card? And I say, no, Bob, you know, there's a bit And they say, well, Scooter, who are you talking to? It's one of my brain report. I got a couple brain reporters that are in my imaginary reporters that report on my activities. Bob's the most neutral. So, oh, you're partisan now, Bob? Are you you're affiliated with the right brain or the left brain? Oh, boy. Bob's brain stem. He's gone to the brain stem. Anyway, let's just try to get through this interview so I can get back to the intro. What was your next question, Bob? Oh, the intro. Yeah, it's a bit incomprehensible trying to describe what works about the podcast because I don't really, really even know. You know, maybe it's just the mastery of the brainstem at work, you know. The quality, it, it you know, it shoots out of my brainstem, somehow bypasses, you know, those left and right brains with all that other stuff going on. Am I right, brainstem? Oh, I'm sorry. I want to use inclusive. Am I correct, brainstem? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, can I ask you a question? Are you guys uh, in a coalition with the M M dig the that thing, the M or whatever it's called? Is there an oblong? Do you have an oblong gata down there? Because once they figure out how to pronounce it, I I think that's a good podcasting word. Uh, but yeah, that's probably the real. It's probably taken me this long, Bob, to to just realize that this podcast is just a result of the power of the brainstem. Uh, unfiltered brainstem activity, the brilliance, underrepresented, underappreciated brain. Uh, hold on one second, Bob. I got to ask the audience something. Okay, if anybody knows what the brainstem is or what it does, you better email me before the fact checking of this intro. Uh, so just get back to me on the brainstem stuff. Okay. Anyway, Bob, I got to finish up this interview. I'm actually in the middle of a podcast, you know. 
Okay, so you just want me to give you a concise answer, Bob, on them. But what, 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 how's this podcast work? Brainstem. That's it. Power of the brainstem. Okay, thank you. So anyway, hey, folks, I'm back. Sorry. Imaginary brain reporter there interrupted the intro. That's kind of how the podcast works. I'll, I'll uh, take a little side turn, uh, do, you know, it, it, just in case anybody knows. I'm not a brain brainstem partisan. You know, I'm whole brain. I'm a whole believer in the whole brain. Because uh, believe me, I need I need about my whole brain and about three more just to get through the day, or maybe maybe not. Maybe say, but maybe I could be dialing it back. But uh, couldn't even come up with a brain joke there. It felt I was already laughing like there was a punchline. But uh, I guess maybe I should have stuck with the brainstem. It's better with that lizard lover level. Oh boy, now my brain, I think this is why you don't get into brain partisanship, because now I got a, you know, triad of uh, brain, I got to get through the rest of this podcast with my brain, which was already at war with me, no offense brain, Uh, but I can think of about 4,000, you know, occasions where you've tried to take me out, so I'll just get back to this intro if you don't mind, but so, you know, I get distracted, I, I go off on tangents, the podcast is a little bit silly. It's a little bit different. It's not like a guided meditation. If that's what you're looking for, I'm sorry. You know, this is more of a the weird for You say, could you take a guided meditation, crumple it up, you know, pour some syrup on it, uh, leave it out in the race. Are you kidding me? That's what I do with my homework. I could do that with a guided meditation, no problem. Uh, so that's kind of the podcast. It, it, it's like a bedtime story for grown-ups, and uh, it's just meant to. You can listen as long as you want. You, you obviously, if you've been here for a few, for a few minutes, you'd be like, "Okay, I don't gotta take this guy very seriously." Uh, but you know, he's here. To, I'm just here to help you fall asleep. I, I, ideally, this works for you, and you you stop listening to whatever the narrative is. Or whatever the external noise is, or whatever has you frustrated or excited, or you know you might be in an unfamiliar place. I'm just gonna be your you know bedtime buddy, you know, just to, just to tell you a little story, but you're not beholden to me. You fall asleep whenever you want. Uh, you you slip away, and you're not gonna really miss anything because obviously this is a, you know a podcast. You could listen to it again. But this isn't riveting stuff, you know. This isn't mystery show. This isn't ninety nine percent invisible. This isn't a, a audio book. You know, there's not going to be any groundbreaking things. You know, I, I mean, my brain may break, but it's going to try to break me down before I get to the, through this intro. But all this is meant to do is 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 be in some sense. I take it more seriously than this, but it is just a silly little bedtime distraction, you know. To give you a little lighthearted moment. Now, if you can't sleep, here's the page two. I'll be here for the next 50 minutes telling a bedtime story. I'll be doing the best I can. It'll be moderately entertaining, mildly humorous. It'll have something close to conflict. There'll be a lot of exposition. You know, not only will it have exposition, it'll also have expository dialogue. It'll have some world-building It'll have the other thing when people are saying bad things about exposition, you know, character development. Well, I don't know if there's any character development, but we'll see. You know, characters will be talking, and then they'll be commenting. 
and then they'll, you know they'll be rambling. So that that'll all be there. Uh, so that's it. So if if you can't sleep, it'll it'll be there. The podcast. I'll be doing my best to to, to keep you mildly entertained and to keep you company because I know what it's like not to be able to fall asleep. So I still want to take your mind off of stuff, diffuse, and, and you know, give you maybe give you a smile. If not a smile, a neutral facial position, or give you the ability to sigh. Or just relate and say, well, Scooter's a bit of a foil in his own life. And I say, yeah, I got three antagonists, left brain, right brain. And I tried to pretend I was a foe, you know, brainstem partisan, but they figured that out. You know, the brainstem's so lizardy, it got right to it. And, uh, you know, but but it's where all the, our wonderful mammalian warmness comes from. So those three beautiful brain parts up there. And, of course, the, the core, undiscovered core of the brain that's full of dark matter, or in my case, full of gobbledygook. So that's it. Uh, it's a little podcast. It, it might take a while to get used to if you're skeptical. You know, if you're skeptical about it, you, you're on the right instinct. This is something different. Try it out. See if it works for you. I hope it does. doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, housekeeping, we're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. Uh, that's a good place to get a hold of me. You can get me on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. If you have longer questions, uh, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does our theme music and edits some of the episodes. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. Jonathan Mann, he is on our lullabies. He's also known as the Mystery Bard. We've got a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And I want to thank our moderators, Alexandra Laura, Lie to Lie, Rachel L to the G, Julie C and Jennifer B. And I want to thank all our patrons at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. That's over at Patreon. And let's get on to the show. Uh, hey, you have only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place. I'm going to pat it out. I'm going to carve it out. I'm going to shape it. And I'm going to mark it with an S for sa- an SP, safe place. Roll it, pat it, you know, and I'll put it on the ground for everybody, you know. And, you know, it's an area, safe place, safe place. And I'll even put a, you know, a non-silent a P in front of it. You know, psychic safe place too. But I'm going to carve out a safe place. I'm going to send my voice, I'm going to send my intention across the deep dark night. What I'm going to try to do is distract you from whatever's been keeping you up at night. Whether it's thinking, feelings, physical sensations, whatever's got you tossing and turning, whatever's got you, you know, whatever it is that's preventing you from falling asleep, if there's any anything attached to it, I'm going to try to distract you from that, whether it's thoughts or, you know, running engines. I'm going to use long, soothing tones, uh, pointless meanders, plane drifting, 
uh, you know, other stuff, like that. I don't even know what, I don't have a word for that. Miss, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Miss, I was going to say misspoken words, but it's not. And I was going to say trailing off something, but that trailed right off. Premature, premature misspoke, something in there. You get what I'm saying, though. All, but all of it is is just because uh, instead of like whatever's going on uh, for me, and and this doesn't have to be what goes on for you, uh, but hopefully the podcast works for you. Is, is you know for me there's a lot of thinking going on, a lot of worrying and and planning and thinking about the past and to do lists, and then I'll start you know just playing something out. You know, tomorrow I'm going to say this, and then they're going to say this back. I mean, I say no, no, start again. Okay. Okay, let's do, no, let's start back at kindergarten. Okay, about the meeting tomorrow, what I'm going to say if they say that to me. And uh, there's a term for it. I think it might be a colloquial term it's called spinning your wheels. And I don't know if anybody played any adventure games in the late 80s, but that would be a term where you were the two ones where they were graphics and text, but you'd have to type in the text to try to solve the puzzles. And it would say, smell the, you'd say like, okay, maybe the, the, the clue is hidden in the flower. So you'd say, look at the flower and it'd say, you're spinning your wheels looking at that. It would just basically say, don't, you know, it's a waste, you're wasting your time. You know, and also if you think you're going to get any dates while you're playing graphical computer games, you're, you're wasting your time. It's, it was, I wish the computer game would have told me that, uh, and it's, it's also don't talk about this at school tomorrow about Space Quest Three, you know the year the Volgans invaded or whatever it's called. You know don't don't it doesn't matter any grade above just second you shouldn't be, and especially when you're night. But I, okay, me and my friends did it. Who cares? It's fast now. Uh, but whatever it is, I'm gonna try to take your mind off of that. The podcast is a bit like a bedtime story. Well, it is a bedtime story. Uh, tonight will be, I'll, I'll, I'll tell this, and I don't want to set this up tonight. It's about Breaking Bad and Metastasis, the Colombian remake of Breaking Bad. And I'll try to use Metastasis news whenever I can. But it'll be like a sanitized version of, of those two shows. I watch it three times. I watch the Colombian version once, and I take notes. No, no subtitles. I don't really speak Spanish. But I kind of say, well, geez, what was that? Because I haven't watched Breaking Bad in a couple of years. Then I'll watch the corresponding Breaking Bad episode, and I'll take notes on that, and I'll say, okay. And just by the way, it's, it's still a second time through, just as good as the first time, different. So I guess it's not just as good. It's still wonderful. Uh, then I'll watch uh, the Colombian version again with Spanish subtitles on, and I'll try to listen for some words and write some words down. Then I'll work, then I'll try to interpret my handwriting. I'll look those words up. Uh, so the first segment tonight will be based on just the Spanish words I looked up. It's just kind of a silly story based on the words I looked up. Then I'll go through my notes about uh, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. And then I'll go through, and, and believe me, it'll, it'll be, by the time we get to anything, it, it'll be, it, 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 trust me, I'll be, it'll, I'm going to lull the hell out of this. Don't worry. Uh, we've done like 42 episodes or something, so I got I got it down. Uh, you wouldn't believe it, and I'm still I'm still enjoying it. So, so that'll be tonight. And and the whole thing is, it's a little bit lighthearted, a little bit strange. 
it's the best way, the best, um, I guess I'm really at my best. And you'd say, and you might have a chuckle at that, and it's, it's, it's chuckle-worthy for sure. And I guess, like, if I said, Jesus, this is how things work out for me telling lulling, soothing tales. It'll be wonderful. But I said, no wonder, you know, I had so much trouble in school. And they said, you know, they couldn't have predicted that there would be this. Uh, they said, you're not a square peg or a round peg. And I said, am I the octagon peg for the? And they said, nope. And they said, you may be pegless or unpegable. And it turns out they were right, you know, or it was just like an obscure peg. You're a peg that will one day, uh, you know, take your, enhance your boredom and your ability to kind of spend too much time in your imagination. And you'll find your way. Of course, they couldn't do that. When I, you know, when I go back in time in a non-lulling, soothing way to deal with those situations, you know, then, you know, I'll be throwing money. I mean, there's no money yet, but, you know, you know, I'll roll up in a limo, you know, the boar, the boar limo, you know, I don't know what you'd call, well, I'd call my, you know, limo, my time traveling limo paid for by my boar billions. And I'll be rolling through my high school and it's all nuns. So, you know, I'll be, you know, uh, believe me, there'll be uh, stacks, fat stacks getting thrown around. And nuns will get playfully tapped with the, the fat sacks of cash. It probably won't go well, actually, now I'm thinking about it, so maybe I should rethink that. But that's the podcast. Uh, it's a guy who, who who's finding his way. And the best way I know how is just tell lulling, soothing tales. Take my time getting there in order to take your mind off. So this is a strange show. If this is your first few times here, uh, yeah, I'm serious, but I'm not too serious. So this is that's where the show might fit in for you. If you take your bedtime stuff serious, like you need a serious meditative thing where you go to a journey to a log cabin in the woods or, you know, where you do anything like that. I can't, I can't be, you know, I can take myself. I can, there'll be occasional serious moments, but I, this isn't a serious podcast. It's not a sensible podcast. Yes, I can barely, you know, my pronunciation and my, you know, I'm not a wordsmith. Uh, they don't even use this word, but I'm a bit of a word slob. You know, I guess that that's exactly what I am, too. I'm, I'm sloppy with my, I'm a word slob. Or, as, you know, if if in Oxford English you would say, well, you're slovenly user of words. And I would say, well, excuse me, you know. And I say, yeah, I guess I like the sound of that. Slovenly word slob. How about that, Oxford? Just got a thumbs up from an imaginary Oxford dictionary. How about that? Well, it's all, you know, to put a little lighthearted stuff in bedtime, deflate all that anxiety or angst or whatever it is, and say, hey, just listen to this guy. You don't have to listen to me hard. You don't have to listen to me tight. You don't have to pay me any mind. You can let me roll in the background or you can tune in. I'll try to uh, uh, keep it. I'll try to keep it as cohesive and as moderately interesting as I can. But as soon as you start listening, or if you've been listening now for the past 10 minutes, you'll say, well, yeah, I guess I can drift off. And he said, you have full permission to fall asleep at any time. Uh, but at the same time, you have, you're under no pressure or obligation to fall asleep. I'll be for the next 50 minutes. I'll be doing my best to be. 
uh, you know, to, to tell uh, glowing, soothing tales or, you know, kind of observations I had about the shows and just keep you company. I guess that's the thing. It's kind of, you know, I'm a kind of, it's kind of like a bedtime story to fall asleep to or a friendly voice in the deep, dark night. So I'm glad you're here. You know, it, it takes a couple tries to see, you know, the people that really dislike me, they're already, you know, after minute two, they stopped listening and they're writing a review or tweeting or emailing me. But that's good because then when they're done, they'll have some catharsis and then they'll find something to fall asleep. So, you know, I don't get a credit for that, those those ones. But, you know, I guess I didn't even think about giving myself credit, but now I'm going to. Uh, but that's it. And I don't understate this. It takes courage to test out stuff like this. You know, I'm just an odd man telling odd stories. And I appreciate you giving it a shot. I hope it can help you fall asleep. I yearn to help you fall asleep because I've been there, uh, sleepless. And, uh, so let's get on to the show. All right. Housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on our website. You can, uh, email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook. I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson, who edited this episode and did the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. We have a Facebook group over at sleepingmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank our moderators, Lie to Lie, Jennifer B., Rachel L. to the G., Julie C., Laura and Alexandra. And I think that's it. Let's get on to the show. Hey, you open like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is carve out a little safe place here uh, where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's racing mind you know, pain in the body, pain in the, whatever, you know, emotional tur- turmoil, tumult, uh, travel, any of the terrible teas that I, you know, especially the ones I don't remember, anything that's bothering you, distracting you, noises, irritate, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is send my voice and my intention to put you asleep, or my best intention, whatever it is, across the deep, dark night. In some sense, I'm going to try to keep you company, you you know, auditory company. I'm going to be like a friend coming over to just tell you a bedtime story. Take your mind off of stuff, and you can fall asleep whenever you want. I'll let myself out, and since I'm just, uh, you know, you, I'm, you, the sleep timer will do that for you. But the whole idea of this podcast is that you listen to me and instead that you can't think of two things at once or three things at once. I, I guess this is like a controversial uh, to my brain, to my brain bots, because they say, well, you can't say that you don't have any. And, so, you know, they always want to start up trouble. But I said, well, I'm pretty sure if you listen to me instead of thinking or listening to your brain bots, that's what I call them, all those bedtime thoughts. You know, I'll just be here rambling. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, uh, plane drifting, 
stuff like that. I don't even know what those are called. It's like an interrupted pregnant pause. We inter- we now interrupt this pregnant pause for Scooter to make it unidentifiable. You know, pregnant pauses interrupted by unidentifiable noises uh, coming out of doubt, confusion, or uncomfortableness. Like, uh, uh, hmm, um, yeah, that was, that's doubt right there. This is, um, I, I can't say, I don't think I can fake the uncomfortableness one. So let me just tune right into my, you know, be, let me be present in the moment and then I'll be, uh, huh. yeah, there you go. That's uncomfortableness. Not hard, not a reach for me to get a, a, a dose of authentic uncomfortableness. Uh, but see, we can laugh at these things because we're if we're together, even if it's in some strange digital, you know, you know, whatever. I, I don't know. I don't need. I wanted to say Walter Mitty, but I meant the other guy that actually Marshall McLuhan. And you know, obviously, if you if you have a decent intelligence, you should say, okay, this guy obviously we're not dealing with a, a professor here because he's getting Walter Mitty and Marshall McLuhan mixed up. Uh, though I would posit this, and if you'll give me give me a little leeway here, if there is an afterlife in which fictional characters and r- real life people could exist, I would say that there is a chance. Excuse me, Marshall McLuhan's biographers uh, trying to get in here. Excuse me, sir. It says uh, closed set for a reason. Uh, I would posit, despite the objections of biographers. Uh, that Marshall McLuhan and Walter Mitty would probably hit it off. And you say, well, did you, get, well, you know, what about James Thurber? I'd say, well, is you, we got, why you got, why you got to go ruin my attempt at a metaphor? You just blew it with, you just, uh, I said, now it doesn't work. Cause I said, I don't know. Cause I said, I didn't read it. I started James Thurber's metaphor. <laughs> no, his autobiography. I say, okay, this is a guy that gets metaphors. And biographies and autobiography. And I say, quick, hey, Scoots, just sit down here. Let me let me help you through the rest of this intro. You know, I just want to do a little Sir Davos level truth telling. You know that biographies and autobiographies aren't metaphorical, right? That they're true stories. No, no, I was trying to say if there's an afterlife where. Uh, fiction, did you hear that when I said that, that, that I think Marshall McLuhan and Walter Mitty could be good friends? And then you actually, autobiographer brain. Oh no, autobiographer career. What are you again? You're the critical, oh, biographer watchdog. Well, wow, you said it's a great name for a brain part. And what is it? What's your role? A criticism. Okay, got that. So I have a part of my brain dedicated to just hurling critical asides at me when I misspeak around biographies or autobiographies. Yes. Okay. Do you mind me take it? Because I gave you a little, oh, no, I was the one to ask for the leeway. Who was, who just, who just said that? Oh, I, I did not, until this opening, I never knew I had any watchdogs in my brain. But now I got a biographical watchdog. I got a leeway watchdog. And I can't get any leeway around autobiographies or biographies. But I say, hey, you two, you two, I'm about to tell a little bedtime story for brain parts. You believe that? And after a while, you'll be saying, who let the watchdogs out? You know? Okay, they're not buying it yet, but I'll win them over. Because I was just going to spin a great point before that uh, 
what it was that a sides watchdog? I forgot what I was going to say. I believe it was say, okay, Walter Mitty and, uh, and McCoon might be friends. You know, I think I was trying to say something else, but she kind of threw me off. That's fine, though. It was, I'm sure it wasn't a brilliant point, it was just a distracting point to say. Well, you know, what would you prefer to think about at bedtime? Even you watchdogs, because I know being a watchdog, once you take on that title, it comes with a certain level of, uh, you know, cortisol production. Believe me, they they say I've had the uh, I had Exxon give me a scan because they say you know they're looking. That's the next thing. It's a we're, Exxon. We're one step ahead of a, a, a science fiction. I think that's their new slogan. But they said to me, one day we may need to mine uh, cortisol. So they said, we, you know, we've heard about your cortisol levels. I think that's the stress hormone. Uh, hopefully it is. I guess I don't have a hormone watchdog. You know, that watchdog gave up a long, it was overwhelmed. It barked and ran away. But uh, anyway, they said, you know, we, we might need your cortisol reserves. And I patted that executive on the back. I said, I wish they were reserves. They're all in use, unfortunately. But that's why I do a bedtime story podcast. I guess my thought was, okay, so now I got a couple watchdogs. I got an oil company executive in here looking to, you know, buy my, I know you're here to just get my cortisol reserves on it, you know, at a penny a dollar or whatever. But uh, which would you prefer to think about at bedtime? Walter Mitty. And Marshall McLuhan, as you imagine them, you know, walking hand in hand across, you know, purple fields of flowers or something, you know, talking about the media. And and maybe they would even be, you know, they could analyze what they say. McLuhan would be like, this is obscene. This, uh," you know, and they say, and then he'd say, he'd confuse me. And I think, therefore, Walter may say the medium's the message. I say, I still, I don't wait. I said, is this podcast a pretty good example of that? Or does it refute that? And then they both crack up and then just, you know, cause they're in the afterlife anyway. They don't even care. On top of that, as has been pointed out, Walter Mitty's fictional. Uh, so that's, uh, that's who does this podcast is, uh, I think that's a pretty, Pretty good example of uh, what makes me qualified to take your mind off stuff. And it, it, it's not going to work for everybody, clearly. I'm a man who spends too much time thinking about stuff that doesn't make any sense. It's That's my hobby. And, you know, I've decided to try to put it... It turns out we were talking about stuff like that. I do it all the time. I say, geez, what would they... What do you think that they would Walter Mitty and McLuhan take a, uh, a tandem bicycle? Yeah, answers yes. The the debate would be who goes in in the front, who goes in the back, you know. And then of course, then you know Walter Serber, James Serber might need, you know he might be alone in the deep dark. He might need my podcast. So there you go. It comes back around full circle. My podcast. If you're straining to fall asleep, if you're struggling to fall asleep, and you find that you need something to distract you, something that's a little bit silly, but that you don't really have to engage in, it's almost background noise, but it has just enough substance 
to catch your attention so that you don't get caught up in all that personal. They say, why do you spend so much time thinking about Marshall McLuhan and you never even write, you know, why don't you sit down and read some of his books? And he said, well, I'm going to bed. And I said, oh, it's a typical quitter. So if you have any brain parts like that, I, I want to take your mind off of it, okay? And I, I'll take the heat, you know. I'll take the watchdogs. I'll take on those. I'll just try to use this pleasant, pleasant tone. Oh, how I love these watchdogs, keeping an eye on all of us, doing their best. Because that's all they can do. So I want to distract you from all that. I'm going to tell you a little silly stories and analyze the show and go on tangents and take my time getting there. But the main message shows I'm glad you're here. You know, if you're skeptical, if you're not sure, I hope the show works for you. I hope it can take your mind off stuff and put you to sleep. It doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it helps you out. So I'm glad you're here. Thanks for stopping by. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepingpodcast.com. Older episodes can be found on our website. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Airful, who does our uh, editing and our theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, a.k.a. the Mystery Bard, who's on our lulling lullabies. We have a Facebook group over at sleepingmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Lida Lie, Rachel L to the G, Jennifer B and Julie C, who moderate over there. And that's it. Let's get on to the podcast. What do you say? Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night. Whether it's uh, racing thoughts, lots of thoughts, you know, thoughts of the past, thoughts of the future, feelings, noise, physical pain, whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of that. And what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to send some intention along with it. The intention to take your mind off of stuff and put you to sleep. All you got to do is kick back. You're under no pressure to fall asleep, no obligation to listen to me. I'm just going to be like a buddy coming over to tell you a little bedtime story. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. You know, what, are we, what are we calling them before? Jerry, Jerry meanders. You know, we don't get political. You know, I guess I, 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 my brain almost thought of something in that pause there of carpetbaggers. You know, carpet, it'd be some word that rhymed. Carpet word fragmenter, or fraggers, word fraggers. Oh, scoot, that's reaching, but. You know, we don't practice any yellow journalism here. We practice lavender, you know, journalism. Because that is, you know, the most associated with bedtime color and scent. But, okay, let's get back on track. So this is a podcast to put you to sleep. If this is your first time, you're welcome. And basically, this podcast is to take your mind off stuff. Why, why would someone make a podcast 
It's also strange. It's I'm not gonna be, you know beat around the bush. I'm an oddball. I've been called worse, but this you know this is a place. If if you've tried guided meditations, they seem a little bit too serious, or they can almost feel rigorous. And I don't know what the hell. You know, rigor and bedtime do not go together. That word doesn't even, like, that. that's the kind, I said, that is one, you know, it's a great word. You need it to make it. Believe it or not, you need a hell of a lot of rigor to make a sleep podcast. Uh, but you don't need it at bedtime. And I see, you can see the great, I got the rigor fans are already lining up. Uh, video game makers, why, why isn't there a video game called rigor? And rigor, I guess Gregor, Sir Gregor. But uh, it's not a bedtime word. It's just too, I don't know, it's just too harsh. Uh, so there won't be any of that here. There's no rigor. There's no pressure. Like I said, this podcast is kind of meant to lull you, soothe you. Take your mind off. Take your attention. The idea is that instead of listening to whatever story is going through your head about your day or your neighbors or your snoring friggin' partner, with that sweet, blissful look on their face, even though they didn't do the dishes, you know, any of that stuff, it's, you know, it's not conducive, even even though it's irritating. I, I give you that. Holy, I don't blame you. No, don't, don't do anything. Put the pillow down. Put it under your head. Because I'm going to help you. I'm intervening here. Let that dirty, dirty dish angel sleep right away. You know, there is something called karma. Don't worry. There's dish karma, too. I mean, I don't know when the hell it's going to pay off for any of us. We all know. She said, well, I'm the one that, believe me, I don't know what dishpan hands, you know, I I think they stopped selling products based on dishpan hands. Uh, Back when I was a boy, there was a dishpan hand crisis. And I don't exactly know, I mean, because I don't have a dishwasher. I'm washing dishes all the time. I'm already off topic with dishpan hands. Now I'm going to go off topic with dishpan hands because they think, and this is pro-am tip. I don't give out many pro-am tips because I don't have that many. Yeah, but if someone's dealt with depression and sleep issues and other, you know, stuff like that, you know, you're supposed to make your bed. That actually works. And if you could keep your sink dishes free... You know, even if you, you know, if you have to bear the burden of that. Those are two things that really, I'm not kidding, uh, even though I'm off topic, are huge. Uh, tiny things that have a huge impact. When I see that bed's made and I get home at night, I can't, it, it soothes me. I'm not kidding. And then, I don't know if the sink soothes me because it, cause it always, because I drink so much coffee in the morning. You know, the sink still has this this permanent coffee film on it. Uh, so that doesn't soothe me, but the dishes in the sink, they create a, you know, and, and I mean, this might be a little bit sad, but it creates like this agitation that wears on my self-esteem somehow. And those are kind of easy things to deal with. Now, the downside is, I don't know what the heck dishpan hands are, but I probably have them. But it, I'll tell you what, as a dishpan, it doesn't bother me. I'm living a full life. Or, dish, you know, dishpan hands are the least of my problems, believe me. But I honestly don't know. Like, I, and this is how the podcast works sometimes. I get fixated on these things. What the heck is dishpan hands, really? I mean, was that a, was that a subplot in Mad Men? Because that had to be something some ad person came up with. Dishpan hands. Only a freaking salesperson. They say, well, how the heck are we going to, how are we going to raise the price of the dish soap, Bob? 
And, I mean, you need someone as brilliant as a fictional John Draper, but there probably is someone out there that was that brilliant to say, well, we need, you know, we need to create a fear of law. You know, we, we, we've got to fix it. And they say their hand, dishpan, we'll call it dishpan. And they said, okay, get the Coke Brothers. This was early in the Coke Brothers days. I mean, this might have been how they made their first billion with the dishpan hand crisis. I think it went, and honestly, I think it was a, the nation was stricken with dishpan hands from like 1950. Uh, so I think it waned in the, you know, late 80s when, like, there was greater adoption of, uh, what are those things called that I don't have? A dish, what are those things called? Dishwashing. Dishwashing machine. I can't even think. And those just cause me trouble. I, it's easier if it's in the sink because then I just wash the dishes anyway. But I don't have a dishwasher. This is how you know where we're, I don't have a dishwasher or a garbage disposal. So, the, And those are questions, you know, and like the dating websites now. They're hidden down in there. And I guess they're deal breakers. If, she's, uh, if you're a male between uh, 28 and 40... It's a deal breaker, from what I hear, but not probably not for you guys. It's a good thing they don't ask about dishpan hands. How about dish? How about this? Anybody, any budding entrepreneurs out there? Yeah, that'd be fun. Let's get a dishpan, dishpan hands dating, dishpan hands dating. The hands kind of. You can't call it dishpan dating because that sounds like oh boy, you know. Then somebody will come out of the deep internet there and they say, oh yeah, man, dishpan. Dishpan hands dating, it doesn't work. So we, I guess that's, you know, even a budding, even a failed entrepreneur like myself knows. Dishpan hands dating, yeah. You can't, dishpanhandsdating.com. It's just got to, like a one weak syllable or something. How about this? Pan hands dating. Again, I guess then they'd say, uh, what is that? And they say, well, we're, we're looking for people with dishpan hands or people that like to bang, bang as a child, they like to bang uh, pots and pans together. I think that would be a good dating profile question, though. Have you banged pots and pans together? You know, not as an adult, because, oh, boy. Uh, so anyway, welcome to sleep with me if you're new here. Wool mackerel, I think I do, and I still, believe me, I'm purposely steering the podcast back. I could think about and discuss dishpan hands for another 30 minutes. It's, it's kind of making me nuts. And again, while it's not a good name for a, a dating website, dishpan hands does have a nice ring to it in the context of a sleep podcast. And also it's relieving, anxiety relieving. There's no such thing as dishpan hands, you know. Or if there is, I mean, I wash, I wash dishes. I mean, I guess if you're, you're, you've got like six kids, my mom probably did have dishpan hands. Well, she just has terrible kids' hands. Uh, but that's a whole other topic. So if, if you try to steer back here, okay, try to get the car off the dishpan hands lane. Okay, I'm trying to steer it back. It's like, uh, there's too much dish soap on the steering wheel of this podcast tonight. Yeah, my dishpan hand, now it's just fun saying it. So this is a podcast in which you sleep. Obviously, you don't need to take me seriously. Obviously, you could fall asleep at any moment. You know, ideally, this will be the last thing some of you remember. Or some of you are already asleep and say, honey, uh, what happened? What was the scooter talking about last night? 
And I'll tell you what, you want to get some love in it. And you say, hey, let me kiss your dishpan. Let me see those. Let me see your hand. Oh, and then you kiss and you say, these lovely dishpan, you know. And then you could even get, you know, anybody, you know, G-rated people, close your, you know, I'd like to feel those dish, you know. Yeah, put those dishpan pans on, you know. You want me to put dish pans on you? Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just being a goofball. But that's the kind of podcast. It's a little bit silly to make you laugh. You say, well, it's, he's kind of funny. Uh, you know, he's, he's laughing at some of his jokes, the sadder ones. And I say, yeah, that's what makes me laugh. I'm one of the rare uh, practitioners of auto schadenfreude. Uh, is that how you pronounce it? Auto schadenfreude. Hey, that's another nice word. I got to get this intro closed out, but auto schadenfreude. I, why, I ought to schadenfreude you. But I do practice that. But so this is a podcast to put you sleep. Nothing, nothing too serious. And I'll just go in from here. I'm going to go into a setup for the tonight show. And then it'll be a story. At any point, you can just drift off, okay? But if you can't sleep, you know, you're one of those people, you're going to listen to the whole show. Don't worry, I'll be here the whole time giving it my all. You know, if there was a podcast version of Dishman Hands, I would have it. It's, it's called Ink Stains on my hands and clothes. But, uh, you know, I'll be here to lull you to sleep and to keep you company, okay? So I'm glad you're here. If this is your first few times here, usually there's a metaphor in there. I don't think I made it to the metaphor stage of how Dishman— I mean, that was the closest thing of how it relates to the podcast. But, I'm, you know, I'm a person that gets— uh, I don't know what do you call it, stirred up by weird stuff. Uh, but I appreciate you coming by, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep, all right? All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does the theme music and edits some of the shows. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on the wall of jingles. Uh, we've got a Facebook group over at sleepinbepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank Lie to Lie, Jennifer B., Julie C., Rachel L. to the G., Lauren Alexandra, who nodded right over there. And I think that's it. Let's get on to the show.